0: Get me confused, boy Puts me off the sleeve And the thing I hate Oh, Lord Is staying up late To watch some debate On salvation's
1: day Good morning, everyone. You found Financial Food for Thought. You got Mark Donnelly and Kara Waddell. And Kara, what is going on in this world?
0: I don't know. It's a crazy world.
1: And as soon as we think we have diplomacy, we realize there's no diplomacy. No. The uh, This song, you've ever heard this song, Carrie?
0: No, and this is Phil Collins, right? Or Genesis. Genesis. Right. Phil Collins.
1: This song is what could put out today's headlines, right? Uh-huh. He, this was recorded in 1976. Okay. And then Collins was saying about there is no end to this... No, Middle East
0: humans are... Oh, no. You and, think that Middle East is ever going to be... Right. It's
1: 47 years, 47 years later, and... and
0: but I'm going to say, how many... I mean, historically, I don't think there's ever going to be true peace in the Middle East. Well, I, mean, I just
1: want to know if there's ever going to be any diplomacy ever left in the in the world. We haven't come anywhere since then? I think
0: we've gotten worse, probably. And you know what? I I don't know. I mean, I guess I, if we just treated everyone with kindness I, and yeah, respect... I don't get,
1: does any people in power care anything about their people.
0: No, they care about power and they compare about money.
1: I mean, we have an infirmed president who can't even keep his pet dogs under control while us our foreign adversaries.
0: I was going to say can't keep him, like, can't keep his words.
1: Yeah. So, you know, so what do you do? I don't know. We're, you know, we talk about things that can disrupt (laughs) your financial plan on this show. Right. And right at the top right now, mm-hmm. geopolitical risk. Right. I don't know. What What do you do?
0: You do everything, I guess. You do a little bit of everything. You diversify. You make sure that you have a good cash reserve.
1: Get me. I, I can't get. I, I got to get off. Okay. I got I to calm down here. Get us started. Right.
0: Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. And we are here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM. Between 9 and 10, we're a financial educational talk program here to give you helpful information about issues that can impact your financial life, whether you are still working or you're someone who's in retirement that may be concerned about running out of money, which seems to be a universal concern, regardless of estate size. And we help people through objective Unbiased analysis so they really understand how short-term decisions affect the long-term outcome, whether that's timing of Social Security, which is a big issue. Mark, I think you're going to touch on that today. Um, pension election options, um, tax-efficient distributions from your company plans and um IRA accounts, taking advantage of Roth conversions, knowing realistic spending. I mean, are you not spending because you're worried of all these things and you're worried about running out of money when in the reality is maybe you could spend more even based on conservative realistic assumptions and you're not taking action because you don't know or you're paying attention to headlines and you're so worried it often paralyze people um, through modeling, we can look at how those things affect in decisions. And if you want to see a worst case scenario, which you know some people want to see higher inflation rates, a recession, slow growth, whatever your worst case scenario is, we can run it and see. One, are you even going to be okay? And then you know, two, if you're not going to be okay, this is how I would need to adjust now or what steps I would take to make sure that I'm okay to get or, back on track. Right, or are you not retiring because I'm like, I don't know where the economy's going to go or we hear often, I'm going to work till 65 because I don't like that hefty price tag of health care. Well, depending on how you feel about your job, what if you can't afford it and you're saying I'm not going to do that and I'm not going to have the freedom of time because you don't know. And that's what we do at the estate planning team. We use these models. We do number crunching. Um, We're not investment advisors, but we help people throughout all the different areas of their financial life. Can they make it better? Can they make a better decision? And if you're someone who's out there saying, you know, I'm in good shape, are you missing an opportunity to, to make it even better when um, spending more, helping your kids, giving it to charity? I mean, is there something else you could do other than allowing it to go to the government, which I'm in the camp that I think the government should get the least amount because they're taking, taking, and not really care about us anymore. So use tools and strategies. I mean, I'd rather have people give it to charity. If you don't care, than leave it to the government. And the estate planning team who sponsors the show and, um, has been around more than 36 years providing people, again, with objective and biased analysis and help through all the areas of your financial life. We're A-rated and accredited with the Better Business Bureau, and you can check out our reviews on Angie's, well, it's now Angie, or Google. And we do offer a free, no obligation, no pressure consultation, and we'll run some preliminary analysis. And we're scheduling now through the end of the year, and if you wanna take advantage of that free consultation, by phone or in person to see if what we can do for you, point you out, point out opportunities, problems. Are you worried about something that maybe isn't even a worried? Certainly there's plenty to worry about today. Um, Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 leave a message. We will call you back on Monday. Again, that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. There's a free consultation button. We have sometimes specials there. If you click on free consultation, there's a little special button. I get those emails directly. So take advantage of the consultation to see if we can help you um, and what value and benefit we may be able to provide you. And I think as much as planning can be about saving money, it's also about peace of mind knowing, Clearly what steps to take and having a written defined plan definitely gives you clarity and most of the time peace to peace of mind.
1: And it's certainly it's going to put you in a better decision making mode than just asking your neighbor what they did.
0: Oh, and I, we were talking before the show started. I am so tired of the trending stories, which I do look at on my phone. I read more news than I do watch it. And it's oh, I have half a million in my IRA, I'm this age, or I have this much in a Roth, am I gonna be okay? Well, boy, is that, and then I read it, and I was like, who cares? I mean, doesn't it make a difference? You could have some people that have the exact same asset makeup because of the factors or their spending or their, yeah, their lifestyle or their tax picture, you know, they're gonna look very different. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think it's very meaningful.
1: Well, you know, and then you could say, well, you know my rant about there's no diplomas anymore there's also is, does even our politicians i mean you've got the stupid party here so we're taping this show on friday the 13th day of jihad by the way i just heard beachwood has got extra patrols out you know. oh no it's, it's, and but anyway so do we has the house has the, the republicans elected a house speaker yet no i don't think so I mean, you know, what is – they can't even get unified to do that in this time Mm-mm. of need, it's thus crippling our Congress right now. Mm-hmm. Because, they, you know, I heard uh, Mike – what is the guy's name? One of the – California – Mike Garcia, I think, is his, his name, congressman out in California, probably. And he flat out said on an interview – our leaders are it's more about what an axe they want to grind and 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 political power than it's it is power and about money. about the you know helping out the people that uh put voted them in office it's it's just
0: uh, remember uh, politicians were supposed to be for the people not and they're all for themselves right. it's power money all right
1: and Carrie, i know your you know you, your point is all right we we've got the 34 whatever trillion Deficit, debt, what you know, whatever President Biden calls it, deficit or debt, you know, whatever he happens to call it these days. But it's a uh, monster. But the idea is, all right. There's only two ways to stop it, Gary.
0: Raise taxes.
1: Raise taxes cut or ex- cut spending. Do
0: you think Congress is going to cut spending?
1: What would they cut, Carrie? Are, are they going? They're not going to cut Social Security, Medicare, or Medicaid. No, but
0: there's some a plenty of. What like, they're going to cut
1: the defense? We got we got two no, major hot wars going on no, no, right now. No. no,
0: but look at all the things that they talk about. These studies or the stuff that like we're sending money everywhere without helping ourselves. I'm not saying cut defense. Believe me, but when you look at all the bs in all those different like in these bills
1: but i mean okay but i I, they're carrying the answer is they're gonna have to raise taxes
0: absolutely well does everybody get there? But i would like them to do both because i don't think
1: the question becomes whose taxes are they going to raise
0: well they're gonna have to raise anybody who's paying taxes at some point i'm gonna guess
1: um because the
0: lower income people aren't typically paying taxes.
1: And we're and, and, and last week here, I know you were, you were with us last week, but I said this week, I talk about one of the horror stories that I've been watching, uh, you know, in the month of October on this radio show, we do the what scares you, what scares me, right? In terms of what scares the, uh, maybe when our new clients come in, what they're concerned about. And it's usually one of the shock lines they read about, right? Or one of the uh, uh, milestones that they're coming up to, whether it's a retirement date or electing social security which we'll talk about today or uh going on medicare you mentioned that and in in, you know about you know that if they're retiring before medicare eligibility and then what decisions they're going to make as, as a medicare uh you know medicare advantage medicare mm-hmm. supplemental you know we're getting into the open enrollment season right and that always right. comes up this time but um
0: it's starting october 15th
1: yeah and, and 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 oh by the way you know it reminds me if you haven't filed your tax returns yet they're due mm-hmm. monday
0: Ah, oh, did you file it? Because usually you file it on the day, the day of.
1: I got some of it filed. Gary. Did you really, Mark? Yeah, just yesterday, last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, but that's like
1: that's <laughs> I, early I got a little for more you. Do. All right, so where was I talking about, Gary? You've completely lost my train I'm of sorry. thought. now.
0: we were um, talking about the date.
1: Well, the the so the the what scares you? What scares me? But last week, I mentioned one of the horror stories I talked about today is the incredible shrinking middle class. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Carrie, here's a quote, and which politician said this? Others may get distracted by chasing every fleeting issue that passes by, but the middle class will always be my number one focus, period. Any guesses?
0: Hmm. No.
1: It was said in 2013. Does that help I was at all? Gonna- I'll say it again. Others may get distracted by chasing every fleeting issue that passes by, but the middle class will always be my number one focus. Period.
0: Mm, Hillary.
1: President Obama.
0: Okay, that was going to be my second. Yeah.
1: Okay. Which um, I don't.
0: I don't believe it, but
1: now the. I mean, so,
0: Obamas are. are
1: th- so that's ultra wealthy. But what, what scares me is that it doesn't matter. Which political party in any campaign, they all promise they're the ones that has a solution to the incredible shrinking middle but class it's in this just country. A
0: campaign. It's a false campaign promise because they don't do anything about it. Because nothing's
1: ever been done.
0: Right. It's, it's a joke. And I think if any politician promises that without having a real plan... So that-
1: who is the middle class today, Carrie? Okay. Well, um, it's clearly... You know, there's different... You know, survey, not surveys, you know, different interpretations of what it means to be middle class, I guess, definitions, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so to speak. They all inherently get back to some type of medium income, right? Right. Um, but uh, so Pew Research Center came out with one recently. Uh, that's one I'll be quoting mostly here. Um, but clearly, but what I'm also saying, all of them, though, are, 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 are in agreement that the shrinking class is, or the, the middle class is shrinking. Right. Over the last 30, 40 years. All right. Um, So here's some. So how does Pew Research Center define middle class? It's those who earn between two thirds and two times as much as the medium household income. Now, there's a lot of household incomes in this country. Um, and and that's part of the problem that I have with all the shock lines that you're reading on the DIYI, the do-it-yourself okay. internet that you were mentioning, right? You know, because who cares about an average or a medium in a world of 350 million Americans? Right, 150 plus are working. 65, no, 56 million plus are 65 or older.
0: But even so, when you talk about averages or whatever, I mean.
1: Is but that anyways, a real, does that
0: help me make decisions if you're
1: interested here are the numbers so 2022 mid, the medium household income in this country is 74,580 okay okay so um that's down 2.3 percent from 2021 so if you make before.
0: less should you feel bad
1: well or i, I don't Doesn't... know but i mean if you want to do the range then it would be from anywhere from like 50,000 to 150,000 okay you know um and now, but the percentage of middle-class Americans, that's what's dropped, all right? Right. So, uh, you know, right now, it's about 50% is in that category. But in 1971, it was 61%. Mm-hmm. Okay, when President Obama gave that quote, it was about 52%. Okay. Okay, so it, it's even gone down that. Um and you know there, there's you, you, there's a lot of theories of why the middle class is being squeezed. Mm-hmm. Okay, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. You've okay. heard you know you've heard the stories, um, and it's also could you know various ranges depending on what part of the country you're you're living in, right? Because middle class in New York City isn't the same in you know middle class in some small town, right? You know,
0: not even close.
1: Um, out west. Um but you know, so I, I don't know, there's a list here. They not Cleveland's not even on here. Is there, is there any? Detroit there's not even an Ohio you know, they put the a list of uh, cities. They don't even have one city in Ohio on here, Carrie. How oh that's they, that's how could they do that? That's great. Um Okay, Detroit it's forty five thousand to one hundred and thirty four thousand. Los Angeles it's fifty five thousand to one hundred and sixty five thousand. Um, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, that area—it's forty-three thousand to one hundred twenty-eight thousand. Boston—it's sixty-seven thousand to two hundred two thousand. You get the you get the picture, right? Um, but so the so so the the idea is, you know, doesn't matter. Like I said, whether you're in the middle class or not, um, and but there's a lot of people saying that. It's, it's, it's an even more of a social issue, meaning that even if you're in that middle class, you're not feeling what maybe somebody in the middle class felt in the 1950s.
0: Oh, certainly not.
1: Okay. Because that was like the zenith of what you were trying to right. achieve. If you could achieve middle class status. Right. You could buy a house. Mm-hmm. You could take a vacation every year. Right. You could maybe afford to have some pets around. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and you'd be able to l- retire comfortably. Okay. That's not the middle class feelings today. No. Okay. Um, the, what we're well, definitely fi-
0: the home. You think about home prices still high, interest rates right. high, rent. I know, I don't know if you're going to talk today about inflation. They talk about rent is up considerably, which is affecting household budgets, especially what you call the middle class
1: or lower. So, you know, and so the, the idea is even if you label yourself or you're in that range, which is middle class, does that even matter anymore? Because really are you after is do you have the American dream? And and I think a lot of what's, what's highlighting now is the baby boomers who are saying, I can never retire. Right. I'm never going to have my retirement dream. Right. My pile's not big enough. Um, and, and, you know, because of inflation, because, uh, you know, I'm working six, you know, what happened to the, I thought, remember, I thought that the, the computers were going to put, give everyone, you know, 30 a week hour jobs.
0: No, that's what UAW wants, right? Right. The 32 hours a week. And,
1: and no, it's, it's the opposite. The computers just made one worker able to work that much more productive, but do it 60 hours a week. Right. Um, to get ahead, mm-hmm. to keep up with the Joneses, um. So it the the whole it, it just adds to my positive message today. All Carrie, right. right. Um, but you mentioned inflation. So we did get inflation data this week. Right. right? Um, we've got CPI and PPI. Uh, PPI is a producer price index. You know the. The price at the factory gates. I don't want to spend too much time in this, scary But again, indications that, yes, you could still say inflation has peaked, but it's the jagged peak. It, right. It's not a straight line down.
0: No, if you look the at the graph, whether you look at PPI or CPI, the you can see it's jagged. Although like it's up, then down. like
1: Right, but the general trend is lower.
0: Right, but um, it's not, yeah, it's not a straight line down.
1: So, for producer price index, for example, in January year over year was six percent, and now in August it was one point six percent. But then it t- that's a big decline. But then it ticked back up to two point two percent. Okay, that's the jagged peak. But the trend from six to two or is is, is
0: still way down um,
1: on a month to month basis. Again. Um, it was still up slightly at 0.5%, lower than the previous month increase of 0.7%. But that, both of those were higher than the previous month, July, which was 0.3%. But I think that was revised back up to about 06 So really, the, the trend over the recent months is down, you know, that's everything. That's, that's headline PPI. If you want to look at core PPI, the annual year over year came in at 2.8% at the beginning of the year it was 4.5%. Um, the you know and then the month over month core PPI uh, for the last 3 months trending it was 0.2% in July it remained at 0.2% in August but then here in September it ticked back up to right. 0.3. That's a jump. But let's let's look at more what more people look at and maybe that's CPI. Right. Um, okay so CPI headline Came in annual year over year at 3.7%. Okay. The same as the previous month, year over year, 3.7. Okay. Okay. But that was a bit higher than July's 3.2, which mm-hmm. was a bit higher than June's 3.0. Right, but certainly right. compared Much to a, a last a June, ago. a nine point whatever. Right. Um, yeah, and and, the, and Mark, we've said on many one.
0: times on the show, you know what? Those are statistics, but you need to calculate your own. And we've talked about, you know, look at your expenses year over year. Um, and have they changed because everybody's buying ads are different. Right. You know, I may make different choices because I'm frugal and I'm going to stay within a budget. Other people like certain things and they're just going to pay the higher price. Right. Or look at energy. I mean, there's lots of different but things.
1: it gets back to the issue, though, Carrie. You know, and for the last few weeks on the show, I've been doing the 50-30-20, right. you know, and I'm using that because, yeah, clearly that's a that's just a, a general budget tool, but it indicates again is it the choices you have to make if we if you believe inflation is going to be higher for longer, then you if your pay isn't going up to right. compensate, you have to make a change. Correct. Or maybe you have to make a change. Maybe. Maybe you don't.
0: Right. And how do you feel about everybody's feelings about spending and different things?
1: And and you, so you could ask a question: Have you made a change? You know, we ask our clients all the time that. But let me just get back to... The other thing, too, is a lot of people don't believe the CPI. They say, oh, the government's lying to us, you know, no. the DIY conspiracy, right? right. So, um, but okay, or they say, well, no, why does the Federal Reserve always want to look at core? Uh, well, you know... Because they
0: can't control food prices. It's hard to control OPEC and gas prices.
1: Right. But but a lot of people say, well, you know, but okay, so but now I don't hear those naysayers when core inflation is reported higher than headline. Right. Then I don't hear them switching. Right.
0: But again- Because it,
1: that's the case right now. Right. Just wait a minute. Okay. That's the case right now. Because mm-hmm. as I said, headline inflation, annual came in at 3.7. Core inflation came in at 4.1. Okay. So now, all you people are saying before, don't use core. Are you now want to not, you, you know, now you do want to use core because you're saying because oil gets high. I mean, that's why you, you can't go back and forth. Right. And that's why the adults in the room always look at core because that takes out those volatility mm-hmm. of the energy and the food prices. Right. Um, now, now, we can talk about food prices. So, food prices up over the last two years, maybe 17%. Most of that was last year. Right. The food pricing, the grocery store prices this year are running at about that uh, headline inflation, about 3.7%. Mm-hmm. Now, so this is my question. Did, did you have to change your buying habits? In other words, let's say you were spending $100 right. a week Uh, To fill up your grocery cart, but now over the last two years, now you're spending 117 dollars. Right, 17 percent increase over two years. So, are you in the camp where you're you're just paying the additional 17 dollars, and you're not losing sleep over that, or are you in the camp that are saying I got to put less in my grocery cart every week,
0: or I'm gonna? pick different choices maybe buy different ah, food so, items right so, which that's what it comes Terry, down to
1: funny you should say that okay because i have a little list here of how to save money at the grocery store okay and go, I'll, go to
0: all these remarks <laughs> that's my that's my go-to
1: <laughs> or all of the above right? right um which is one of them kind of we can kind of extrapolate to be one of them but um but here i'll throw these out to you tell me if you're doing any of these okay take advantage of sales and coupons.
0: I do sales not coupons.
1: Okay. Um change your diet. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Okay. Um so what do they say here? So avoid yeah. And I I never I, I never bought prepared food at the grocery store cuz I'm just too cheap. I, I, well, you like to well that's Cook. true
0: so that's like yeah. those prepared but I mean, I, I, if you, you, i can you, find a deal on prepared meals or shortcuts okay. i'm all for that you know
1: i can cut up my own cantaloupe you know i don't need right. it oh i for agree me.
0: i agree on that okay
1: um all right um
0: no if it's easy i, I can do it myself
1: now do you go this far carrie because remember eggs kind of increased for right. a bit. they're back down right but, oh yeah but when they were up when they were you know over three dollars or four dollars yeah dozen, right? they
0: were 4.99
1: did you replace those I, didn't I have a eat, suggestion we, here.
0: We didn't eat eggs. Yeah, we kind of did.
1: but what if it was a recipe called for eggs? I, t- I didn't make it. I mean, oh, really, right. like, I that? <laughs> seriously, I, well, I'm
0: not kidding. Like, we just didn't well, get eggs. Well,
1: they're saying here you can use applesauce as, as a replacement for you eggs in for a recipe. You can oil
0: sometimes. I knew that because I've done that.
1: All right. Um, but
0: I've absolutely.
1: I never used applesauce in my, you know, in uh, bake? breakfast sandwich. No, um, I've never
0: done that. But as far as, like, in baked goods, you can use it. I've always heard it as an oil substitute because yeah. I've done that, not a know.
1: I don't know. Egg. I don't, know about I don't an... buy applesauce. I don't know what the price increase that has okay. been. Um, all right. Use store band products as opposed to name brand. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, consider a wholesaler retailer membership. No. You're not doing the not doing Club Costco or the Costco? I'm not doing no. No, either am I. That's mostly bulk stuff too. Yeah, right? I so, feel
0: like I don't need that volume.
1: Um, join your grocery store's reward club. I, well, yeah, I
0: think I was automatically I for Eagle one of those. I have a
1: card. I guess that counts. Well, I was
0: going to say I have a Bueller's because I'm in Medina, but I mm-hmm. I don't go to Bueller's because it's more expensive, unless I really. All right,
1: make a list before you shop. No. because I, I d- do.
0: I dictate what I'm going to cook based on sales.
1: No, I, and I, what I, I I'm a big one of this. You, you, well, because I can't remember anything if I don't have a list.
0: I literally go up and down every aisle and think about what am I going to make. If something's on sale, that'll cue me or certain meat. That'll make me want to, oh, I guess I'll cook that.
1: Okay. Buy seasonal produce.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I go to the farmer's markets and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, Pay with a credit card as long as you plan to pay it off. This is the idea that you get the rewards program with credit card. Oh, I do that
0: all the time for everything.
1: Okay. All right. So there's some list of things of what to do. And- you know, our point is, if you don't believe inflation is coming down, and, and, and that's part of the, the most Americans don't believe it. As a matter of fact, that's why, you know, President Biden has had a problem with his Bidenomics, you know, because, um, you know, the the, the the idea that they keep trying to tell people, you know, things are okay. Um, and But a lot of people don't believe that. Um, I'm trying to find. Um, oh, I had a quote from the acting labor secretary. Remember the Julie sue and, and she was saying, "Yeah, you know, she, she you know, keeps saying, you know, the you know, things are economics is, is looking fine, um, and but I, I just don't think bionomics feels your pain out there, and I think um, no, I don't I think, think a lot of people don't believe, uh, and, and you know that, and I think
0: it's goes. reasonable to not trust our government anymore.
1: Yeah, does anybody trust the government anymore? All right. Um, Let's see, Carrie, what do I want to do?
0: Well, I I was going to say, Mark, before you get that, I want to remind people, you know, if you're concerned and you're worried, take advantage of our free consultation. We're also looking right now. For our clients at year-end planning, are there steps and strategies you could be taking between now and the end of the year that can minimize your future tax liability? And for, the, for many people, the SECURE Act 2.0 opened up that window of opportunity even more. But remember, each tax year stands alone. So if you want to look at um, cash flow planning, um, IRA or company distribution planning, Roth conversions, qualified charitable distributions, or any other opportunities, you know, take advantage of our free consultation. We offer that by phone or in person and we're scheduling now through the end of the year. You can take advantage of that by calling us and leaving a message. We will call you back on Monday or send an email through the website. Call 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com.
1: All right. So so what I was just going to say is that when you made the comment about does anybody trust anyone anymore in our government or the Federal Reserve or or what, what have you. And so the Federal Reserve You know, they're, they're going to have to make a decision on whether to continue to raise interest rates. And I still think they will because I think this inflation data that we got is still running a little bit too hot. It's, it's not, you know, not enough pain yet. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but they also in the latest minutes, they've taken out the word, the R word. Recession? Yeah, and they're saying now they're not saying they're not claiming a victory lap that they've achieved the soft landing, but it seemed like their base case scenario now is no longer recession. Okay, Um, and and that is that's what's teetering right now. There's a lot of people that say baloney. There is no way right. we're going to get out of this without a recession. Um, and and looking at the inverted yield curve, and, and we can talk about the money supply and the, the M2 money supply, the discretionary money is gone, and that's always been a great indicator of a coming recession, right? You, you know, and it's all part of, and that's all part of that 50-30-20. Right. In other words, keeping up your adequate cash reserve and all that. So and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy because so many Americans do think the recession's coming. Um they're not believing Bidenomics. They're they're not believing the Federal Reserve. Um they believe inflation is higher. They believe that the recession is coming. Mm-hmm. All right? Um and, and that's what we keep saying, well, all right, then build your plan R. You know, sometimes we say R for recession, meaning you know, if you don't think and or you if you're just wondering, hey, I I think it's going to happen. Well, then let's model that in, right? And then are you going to be okay, or are you, you know, not going to be okay? Um, but also, you know, we can talk about the big wealth gap in this country, Gary. Uh, you know, we we talked about how tax day, final filing date is Monday Jeez. for those who haven't filed yet. Um, but there's a big tax gap in this country, Gary. Mm-hmm. And talk about spending. Right. Okay. Government waste. All right. Um, there was a lot of people that were very upset when one of the l- last ominous bills allocated 80 billion dollars to beef up the IRS carry. Right. Remember all we, we talked a lot about that. And. A lot of people said, "Oh, here we go!" And remember, the, the, they were throwing out, "Oh, eighty-seven thousand IRS, uh, you know, agents are going to be right. weaponized and they're going to be knocking on Grandma's door, you know, handcuffing mm-hmm. her and taking her off the."
0: Yeah, those are scams, by the way. When they call and say we're going to send a sheriff to
1: your door, I'm not even talking about the scams, Carrie. I'm just talking about the yeah. But the I don't think heads. the
0: IRS were never going to arrest people. Well, first,
1: right, but that was the big. Th- you know,
0: it was a headline to get you to read it. It was
1: a political slant,
0: right? We we needed people to answer the phone and do their job at the right. IRS, and. We you can't get a hold of anyone.
1: And we needed the, you know, because the, the original number came from a long-term study that said over the next 20 years, there was going to be about a, so many IRS people were going to be retiring. Right. They needed to build up the staff. When you now have 350 million Americans, 150 plus million tax returns being filed, you think you may need some more customer mm-hmm. support. You think you may need some agents. But you maybe you know, a lot of that 80, now remember the, the law the, the omnibus package didn't say anything about 87,000 new hires that was a slant by pol- politicians what what it was was the the 80 billion dollars that was right. stated in the law and but a big portion of that was to go to to help reduce the tax gap okay all right because the tax in the tax gap Carrie, we're talking about the amount of taxes that are due that haven't been paid
0: right Probably Hollywood, maybe some politics. whatever
1: you want. <laughs> Fraud. Right. You know, just noncompliance. Right. Um, you know, corporate, you know, mishaps, whatever. So
0: people who are actually should pay but
1: aren't. Okay. So um, that
0: probably will generate a lot of money.
1: Right now, you know, so Danny Werfel, who's the new IRS commissioner, that's what he keeps talking about. He's saying this $80 billion, because now the Republicans are trying to cut that $80 billion. Okay. There's your spending cut, Carrie.
0: Right. Here's another spending cut real quick cuz I was looking at 60 to billion to 100 billion a year on Medicare and Medicaid fraud. They're estimating. They think that's right. low.
1: Well, that yeah. Okay. So <laughs> so do you have uh, yeah, don't even get me started. Yeah. Well, part of that is, you know, cuts, slashes to Medicare. I, I keep wondering, you know, how long is Medicare Advantage going to remain free? Right. Because the only reason why Medicare Advantage plans are free is the
0: government subsidies subsidizing
1: those companies. And when and sometimes when you really get into the weeds, when a politician is talking about cutting back on Medicaid, you know, a lot of them, they're ta- or Medicare, they're talking about reducing the subsidies to the companies that are providing. Which
0: means you'll have to pay more for, you'll have to pay a premium for Medicare Advantage.
1: No one's talking about that.
0: So you're just saying this money was to collect taxes that are due that okay. they were...
1: warful is saying. Right. The, the tax gap has now ballooned to over $600 billion. Mm,
0: that'll help. That's money that people owe that didn't pay.
1: And the fact is that's getting larger. Right. So is it time... You know, mm-hmm. to and and you know the eighty seven thousand. I don't know how long it's going to. That's what we were saying. By the way, how long do you think it's going to take the IRS to hire eighty seven thousand? In, years in, 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 when in, in an in, environment in
0: this? where people yeah. years.
1: Um, now, Janet Yellen did say they hired five thousand to answer phones. This, and I, I've heard from our client CPAs. Yeah, they're picking up the phones where now where they weren't
0: before. Because I even had I called for six weeks, all different times a day. Hit different numbers and literally could never get through.
1: But so, you know, so all I can secure is, you know, the government, honey, they shrunk the middle class. Mm-hmm. And I don't know it, it, how you it, I don't see spending cuts, major spending cuts. Right. I don't think anyone thinks we can cut the defense budget. No. I, don't, I don't think anyone thinks we can slash Social Security benefits. I don't think anyone thinks we can afford this the slash Medicare. Or to make Medicare Advantage, no, but if you to, just
0: like think about fraud, they should you know how much money is being misspent or fine money that they've allocated. How many billions have they? Don't know where is that?
1: Right, but also when any politician tells you they've got the answer to 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 save the middle class. I but how? Them.
0: I love that. They always say, oh, I have the answer, but they really never tell you how. It's like me in school. If I took a test and they and I said, oh, I know all the answers, but I didn't write that like never answered a question, that really doesn't mean anything.
1: All right. So social security. So everyone's heard by now, of course, mm-hmm. that the cost of living adjustment for next year is going to be
0: 3.2%. Which that tells me they're probably going to Raise Medicare B premium, Medicare B and D. Yeah, they'll
1: be coming out pretty soon.
0: Probably end. Usually they come out by end of November,
1: and some of the think tanks come out even before then. Okay, um, because they crunch the numbers. But
0: that was right in line with what had been touted all year about Social Security around three percent. That had been talked about all year, like well, earlier.
1: Well, this is how they do it, Carrie. I mean, there, there's no, it, there's no secrecy here, right? It's it's coded in the law. What they do is they look at the consumer price index, not the CPI, the CPIW, we call that the consumer price index for urban wage earners and clerical workers. Okay, why they use that? Don't get me started, Carrie. You know, but that, <laughs> that's what they use. Some of the politicians want to change that, whatever. Um, but that's what the current law says to use, and they do the third quarter. Right. of the year. So in this case that's July, August and September. That's why it's coming out here in October right now. because we just got the CPI right. including CPIW, right, which I didn't quote but um anyways. So for July the CPIW was 2.6%. For okay. August it was 3.4%. And for September, it was 3.6%, ticking up, right? Right. But you add the three months together, 9.6. The average is 3.2. There you go. That's the mystery behind it. Right. Okay. Um, Now, um, but to to us, but going beyond just that, a lot of times when you're building a financial model, what we've been doing for clients for decades is, well, what do we assume the Social Security benefit will be going up while you're retired for 30 years. Right? And
0: you might want to be conservative in that assumption.
1: But you might want to base your initial about a some type of um, rolling average, right? Because right. in other words, with the 8.7% increase last year, you certainly wouldn't want to say, assume it's going to be 8.7% for no, the next 30 years. because what
0: about the years it was 0.3%? right
1: or you or, know what was it zero right there's been a couple times a zero so so let's look so we keep an eye on a rolling average right. so if we looked at a you know now that we have the actual for 2024 you know the um so a three-year rolling average would be about 5.93 percent okay that's still probably a little bit too aggressive that i would recommend right. you use that we could look at a five-year rolling average carrie That's five years, is that, well, it'd be about 4.14%. Okay. We've never used 4.14%. Okay. Um, How about a 10-year rolling average? Mm -hmm. It's one I talk a lot of a lot about.
0: Right. I don't know that's that's long enough because we have those lows and highs. All
1: right. So the 10-year rolling average is 2.75%. Okay. All right. You want to go longer? How about 15 years? Okay. Fifteen year rolling average is two point two nine. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's still it takes account of all
0: those years that we had, probably those years we had none or point, point three.
1: Um nineteen or twenty year rolling average carry would be Back up higher than that, two point six two. So we're finding a, a middle ground, right? So somewhere between ten and fifteen years, we're seeing the ch- you know that seems to be right the lower. So you've got a ten year at two point seven five, you have a fifteen year at two point two nine.
0: Okay,
1: so maybe you want to use somewhere in between there, right? And I think right now most of our clients, we after having this discussion, they're usually going with a two point three or a two point five percent. Okay,
0: and at one time. Before we've had these increases, we were using a 1.8 to be conservative and realistic or conservative in those long term assumptions.
1: Right. And, and we'll use whatever. And we,
0: but right. We use whatever people want. But there were years we were using 1.8 to account for because we had this low interest rate environment. And you're not going to be happy if you keep missing that mark, if you over are aggressive with assumptions.
1: Or, you know, and, and again, talking about what scares you, what scares me. Um, some of our clients, Carrie, say, Mark, you know, I I, I, I think I'm going to be, I'm worried that that our politicians aren't going to make any changes. And come 2035, there's going to be a 25% cut in Social Security benefits.
0: Mm, I well, think that's political suicide for anyone. Well, but we but
1: can mo- well, model that in. We model that in for clients who want to look at that. Right. If it's in their plan R, their right. worst case scenario.
0: And if you want higher inflation rates, we can model in. I mean, I guess that's the beauty of our plans. We can customize any variable you want. So if you want to see a worst case and the ugliest scenario possible, we can run that and show you.
1: And that's what I'm not seeing happening in the DIY Monte Carlo analysis. Right. Um, There's not enough of that modeling going in.
0: And different assumptions because all expenses aren't equal either.
1: Um, but But also... You know, you could say what, you know, people are, you say, well, Mark, that's what scares me is that Social Security is going to be gone. Mm. What, What scares me, Carrie, is any retiree who is making an election to begin Social Security without having any sophisticated break even analysis tool and and a backed up right. by a a detailed financial model plan
0: right and i think people make decisions often on articles whether it's social media whether it's youtube or I was going to say Twitter, but like whatever, like TikTok or whatever the latest is of people talking about everyone should take it at this time. I mean, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off of social media platforms.
1: Got that right. Based on these
0: blanket recommendations, which and in financial planning, there are very few blanket recommendations.
1: Or they're just asking their neighbor Mm -hmm. or their coworker. Or, or their, their siblings, Or maybe they did what their parents or siblings did. That's I don't think, is the answer.
0: Absolutely not. And I think people say, oh, I, you know, I think the biggest one is I'm going to take it at 62 because I'm worried it's going to run out or I'm going to take here, it. Funny it's funny you due. should say that. We hear that all the time.
1: Because I have a little article here. Right? Okay. Why people are refusing to postpone Social Security. Okay. And you just nailed the number one answer. Mm-hmm. So this is people, you know, because still the, the the statistics tell us that most Americans begin their Social Security at 62. They don't wait for their full retirement age, and they certainly don't wait to age 70. Right. All right. Um, the number one reason, they're worried Social Security might run out. Okay. All right. 44%. All right. Now, they, this survey was 2,000. Again, mm. what's two thousand and fifty six million sixty five and right. older? But about? I
0: think I hear that. We hear that from new clients coming in and and we always tell people it's your plan. We may give you the reasons why you shouldn't, but how many people say because the break even I'm never gonna live that long?
1: Uh, <laughs> I know. And the break and what makes you think you won't live that long is, is my response to and that. And
0: that's the thing, you may not want like quality versus quantity, completely different story.
1: Um, but all right, so, and the respondents the two thousand they were ages twenty seven to seventy nine so here we go. so the number one reason you nailed it forty four percent said they're taking it early because they're worried social security might run out. We already talked about that mm-hmm. um it's political suicide, you know that's not you know this country could not withstand them cutting out social security. There's a big wealth gap in this country
0: well, right, and how many times have we talked about? the solutions. They can raise the payroll taxes. That's what I keep There's saying. There's a cap. Make that bigger. The Problem answer solved. isn't
1: cutting spending, Gary. It's raising taxes.
0: Right. You don't think it It's that, just
1: whose taxes are they going right. to raise? Right. They could
0: raise it from 7 point... What is it? 7.2? 6.2%. 6.2. I mean, you I was, pay
1: I, 6.2, your employer pays 6.2. Right.
0: They could raise it to 6.3, 6.4. Uh,
1: raise it a half a point over a few years. Most people wouldn't even miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to raise the the cap. Only right now, 160200 of your right. wages go into Social Security. What that the Mark Zuckerberg? The, mm-hmm. Sorry, Zuck, but I mean, you know, you're gonna have to pay more. All right. With um, well, the second most popular reason, 36% of the respondents they will need the money. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Well, do they feel that they need the money, Carrie, or do they really know that they need the money?
0: Well, here's what I will argue: where a lot of people, even if they have assets they like that steady guaranteed income stream and i think when people get retire they get nervous of how do i create the cash flow that's through cash flow planning there's probably a better way to do it than just taking social security they like that check cuz they're very nervous when wages end and that check's not coming in they're saying how am i going to afford to live and they're just thinking of the income side of it when you know, there you could systematically withdraw from different accounts. You could, I mean, there's other ways to do it. I think it's the it's the I think is the easiest thing
1: for yeah, some people. I think that's a that's a feel, you know, seat of the pants, you know, knee jerk reaction. I think I need it. I, I just, you know, when not having any really financial model showing, if you chose to defer it, will you have other assets available that you could use to maintain your spending, like you're saying, right? Um, and here's another thing too. Um, if if that was the case, Carrie, and, and, you know, we've been in business for 36 years, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've run thousands of, of detailed financial plans carrying, right? Mm-hmm. Um and doing this for 26 years personally. All right. Mm-hmm. Um if there was those situations where it after that was the client saying, "Mark, I've got to take it at 62 because I have no other ways to come up with my cash flow and retirement." Okay. All right. And we run a financial model based on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that maybe that is true. Maybe they don't have the savings or the nest egg, right? That they can, you know, rely on while they're deferring mm-hmm. the Social Security benefit, right? But at the same time, in that situation, chances are, Carrie, their plan ain't going to make it anyways. Okay. It's just not right. Unless they're telling the robot they're going to die before eighty three or something, right? But if if if, the, if that same person is saying the robot, yeah, I, I you know one of us is going to get to ninety, but I can't afford to delay Social Security to my full retirement age. I got to tell you, sixty two chances are they're planning on working anyways. Right. So you're back to the drawing board.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: even if you start your your plan's not working, right? So what are you going to do? Um, okay, the third reason. 34% of respondents says, it's their money and they want access to it, ASAP. Oh,
0: we've heard that many times.
1: All right. Um, well, okay. Well, here I guess, um, but really my response to that is, well, do you want, cumulatively, do you want more or less from the government over your lifetime? Because people
0: don't know.
1: Exactly. Because they don't have a sophisticated break-even analysis based on their circumstances.
0: Right. And we do that for our clients.
1: Um, And so, you know, the idea is, well, okay, you can start getting it quicker, but which is your really goal, to get more by the time you die or less by the time you die from the government? Because it's all your money.
0: Right. And the other argument, if you delay it and you're not taking minimums, maybe you want to pull money out of your IRA or company plan when you're at a very low tax bracket if wages end. And create that income more tax efficiently while you're delaying social security for the higher amount. So cumulatively you're gonna save money in taxes too?
1: Yeah. Well case, okay, so what are you saying about the taxes, Carrie? I'm
0: saying if somebody isn't t- like retired and they have money in their IRA or company plans, and if they don't take Social Security, that leaves more wiggle room on their tax return to pull money from the IRA. Tax-efficiently versus defaulting to minimum.
1: Okay, so that's a good point. A lot of people don't understand the tax efficiency of Social Security income. Mm-hmm. So if you're comparing those two scenarios, right. taking money out of the IRA, right. that's 100% taxable, both Correct. at the federal and state level, right. Ohio. Mm-hmm. You're, let's compare that to your Social Security income. Right. Well, first of all, Ohio doesn't tax it at all. Right. Okay. Secondarily, the most the federal can tax it is 85%. Right. That's not 85% tax. That's right, 85% of taxable. The- of 85% of your Social Security income becomes right. taxable. Okay? As a matter of fact, that could be zero. Right. The Federal Reserve might not tax it at all if you can stay under a threshold, or right. maybe 50%, or maybe the most, 85 right. So yeah. So if you look at that comparison, you can say, well, if I'm going to get more money later on, Right. That's more tax efficient. I'll use my IRAs in the meantime.
0: Right. And take advantage of where I'm in a low tax bracket.
1: Right. Uh,
0: And by the way, you reduce future minimums.
1: But it's also just the other thing that comes to mind when I hear that response. It's their money, and they want it. Actually, it's back to that old, that old, uh, that old uh, gimm- or that old adage where you know, which would you rather have: a million dollars up front today, mm-hmm. or be given a penny today with a promise that it doubles every day for thirty days?
0: I'll take the doubling.
1: And most people would say, I'd rather have the million, the million dollars up front. front. That's you true. Understand. I do but, because
0: we know the math and we've crunched right. the numbers. Because if you crunched, but honestly, a million today sounds better. Is that immediate? That I mean, that's kind of how our brains in our society as Americans are wired to get right. the now.
1: But actually, if you did the penny a day at double for 30 days, it'd be worth 5.3 million. Mm. I didn't even get through this, Carrie. You talk too much, I Carrie. know, shoot. Um, but I yeah. want to get back to this and talk about... The third, the fourth reason here is that they were advised to take it mm. early. Mm. And that's what I'll come back to next week. Who is advising them that?
0: All right, take advantage of a free consultation. Call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com.